Guru Padmasambhava is not just for Tibet. Although he's come to us through that very precious culture, especially that wonderful Numa culture with all its tremendous inspiration and realization. And although Guru Padmasambhava, of course, is still alive, strongly alive in that culture, in the faith and devotion and realization of the Tibetan people. Padmasambhava is not bounded by any culture, any country, any time, any point in space. In the life and liberation of Padmasambhava, he even says, the guru of times past is not the guru of, further, of future men, as if to say that he will take a different form when he is in a different place and he will respond appropriately to that new situation. In his review of the life and liberation of Padmasambhava, the Padmakaitang, Bhante Urgen Sangharakshita, who was very, very inspired by that book, very inspired, of course, by Padmasambhava's mythology, his enlightened inspiration, Sangharakshita says that Padmasambhava is not really simply one person, but the impression you have is a transpersonal consciousness that's coterminous with the Dharma, which has a particular kind of function of protecting the Dharma from hostile forces, but also transforming those forces onto the path and taking the Dharma to new places and constantly renewing and refreshing the Dharma and making the Dharma appropriate to all kinds of changing situations. This is the spirit and energy of Padmasambhava. And as I have said, Ergin Sakharakshita Bhante was initiated into Padmasambhava, meditated on Padmasambhava and has brought Padmasambhava into Tri Ratna, into our movement and order. Towards the end of his life, he took, reasserted his strong devotion and connect to and connection with Padmasambhava, saying that he'd been pained because people were saying that Padmasambhava was no longer a part of Tri Ratna, when in point of fact, we continue to celebrate Padmasambhava Day and he continued his devotion to Padmasambhava. So Bhante has brought Padmasambhava into our lives. He's encouraged our devotion to Padmasambhava. Personally, he's taught me how to meditate on Padmasambhava. He's given me the mantra of Padmasambhava, as he has uh, many other people. And he's also given a number of different teachings on Guru Padmasambhava including teachings on Padmasambhava as the embodiment of all the refuges. We know that Bhante, Urgen Sangharakshita, for him, the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha, and going for refuge to the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha, revering the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha, and going for refuge and transforming our life in going for refuge to the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha, is the heart of his practice, the heart of his realization, the heart of the order, the 
levels and dimensions of going for refuge to the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha. So he sees Padmasambhava as the embodiment of the three jewels. He sees him as the Buddha. Padmasambhava is enlightened. He's regarded as a Buddha in a single lifetime. Nyingmapa tradition call him the second Buddha. All sorts of meanings to that, but he's regarded as enlightened. He is the Buddha himself. He is the Dharma. He wears the three royal robes of the three yanas, representing the whole of Buddhism. The yellow or the patched red-yellow robe, or even brown robe, identified with the so-called Hinayana, the Shravakayana is better, basic Buddhism, uh, going for refuge, morality, meditation and wisdom, the six paramitas, well that's embodied in the red robe of the Mahayana, the red robe of the Bodhisattva, and inside he wears the blue robe of the Vajrayana, of the Tantric Yogin. So Guru Padmasambhava embodies the whole of the Dharma, the whole of the Dharma, his, all of his teachings refer to the whole of the Dharma. And he is the Sangha. Padmasambhava is often called, describes himself, as a Kalyanamitra, as a spiritual friend. He ordained people into uh, the Sangha. He, was, he created a Sangha, especially uh, in Tibet, a spiritual community. But as well as being the embodiment of the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha, he is the embodiment of the Guhya refugees, sometimes called the secret refugees, the refugees that are esoteric, the tantric refugees, which aren't separate from the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha. They represent the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha in experience. In tantric Buddhism, they're very, very concerned with direct experience right now. You can't be with the Buddha. You can't uh, be with Shakyamuni. He entered Parinirvana so long ago. You can't be with the Sambhogakaya and the Dharmakaya. But you can be with your teacher. You can be with your guru because he is the one more enlightened, more developed than you on the path. Padmasambhava is the guru par excellence. He is the archetypal guru. He is the guru of all gurus. He is the guru that starts the whole lineage of gurus in the Nyingmapa tradition that comes down to us, that comes down to us even in the form, even in the life and example of our own teacher, Ergen Sangharakshita. He is as well the esoteric Dharma refuge. This is called in Sanskrit the Ishtadevata, the greatly desired deity or the Yidam in, in Tibetan Buddhism, the one bound by an oath. This is the deity on which you meditate regularly. It's represented in our own order, in our own ordination, by the mantra that you're given at the time of your private ordination and on, and on whose uh, form that you meditate regularly, the mantra recitation and visualisation practice, your sadhana that you'll give at ordination. And the Yidam sums up for you in a most beautiful, compelling form all of the Dharma that you need, that you need. 
that goes straight to your heart. Well, Padmasambhava is, in fact, the greatly longed-for deity. He is a Yidam. When you meditate on Padmasambhava, you're meditating on the most beautiful form of the Dharma for you, given to you by your teacher. All of the iconography of Padmasambhava is a Dharma teaching. It's all showing the Dharma to you directly in, in a form that speaks directly to your heart in an image, not in a set of ideas. So it's powerfully transformative. And Padmasambhava is in fact a Dakini. He is a Dakini. The trident, the Katvanga, as it's called in Sanskrit, that he often holds in his left arm is said to be the Darkani, the hidden esoteric Darkani refuge, the hidden form of the Sangha. It's a very, very mysterious aspect of going for refuge. The Darkani is really that spirit of delight that you experience, not just of delight, but of real sparking that arises when you have deep, profound, inspirational communication with the Sangha. It's obviously a, in, in a feminine form, the Darkani, but there are Dakars too, a, a male form. But it's that spirit of inspiration and delight, even that sort of eros, you might call it, that charge of love that leaps up when you have a profound communication in the Dharma, when you really begin to transform all of your energies on the path. Sangharakshita once said that Padmasambhava is at the centre of mandalas. He presides over mandalas. Mandalas are the transformations of energies in the universe uh, without and within. All of the elements transformed on the path. Sometimes Padmasambhava, Sangharakshita said, is depicted at the centre of a mandala of eight darkenies. The darkenies are all him. They're all his energies transformed and taken up on the path. So Padmasambhava is in the embodiment, according to Bhante, of the Buddha, Dharma, Sangha, Guru, Yidam, Darkani. He is the union of all the rare and precious jewels. We go for refuge to him. We go for refuge with all that we've got, with everything that we have. So every day, let's bring Padmasambhava into our hearts. Let's sit. Let's imagine him standing there or sitting there. Let's imagine him looking into our hearts. Let's go for refuge to him. We need Padmasambhava. This is a dark time. Perhaps the times are always dark, but they seem particularly dark right now. With this disease spreading through the world and no apparent end to this disease affecting people, this time of fear and worry and conflict and tension and anxiety, where people have all sorts of doubts all sorts of insecurities. And when there are doubts and insecurities, the demons come. The demons of division especially come to turn us against one, one another. Padmasambhava is the great love, the great refuge, 
the lightning bolt, the lightning flash of great compassion. So let's go for refuge to him. Let's sit. Let's look at him. More importantly, let's let him look at us. Let him look into our heart. And let's say his mantra, transforming everything onto the path, creating out of this chaos a cosmos, creating the mandala of the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha, creating the mandala of Padmasambhava. Every day, let's say his mantra. Om Ahum Vajra Guru Padmasiddhi Om Om Ahum Vajra Guru Padmasiddhi Om Om Ahum Vajra Guru Padmasiddhi Om Om Ahum Vajra Guru Padmasiddhi Om